Come on, Frank. It's an accident. It wasn't no goddamn accident. Tell me. He don't feel shit because he coked up all the motherfucking time. He's your driver. Get rid of him. Come on, man. That's your cousin. It ain't shit to me. He don't mean nothing to me. What's he gonna do? Go back home? I don't give a damn what he does. Send his ass home. Hey, 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 hey. Don't rub on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You blocked that shit. You don't rub on Put the club soda on there. I gotta bring it. Anytime and I ever you want it. Late at night and I can't sleep. I'm staying up. I'm tossing, turning. That's them bodies from my temple creeping on me. That's for me cutting them off. And the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 109. I prefer that chopper. It's gonna kiss you and won't never hey, tell. Friday. I can cook that dope just like a worker. You can XVL. Looking, I can outbow. I don't talk loud. I don't need a scale. Plenty money, but I'm still thugging. This the hell of a nerve. Now on, don't nobody talk to me directly. You understand? You got business with me. You talk to Huey. You and you talk to me, you got it? Damn it, never on the phone, you got it? Alright, and take them goddamn sunglasses off. Falling, my niggas holding, niggas be talking and I catch them walking. I do this often, fuck it, I off them. Know that I got them, you know I'm a stalker. Fuck his fam, I pick his coffin. Catch you bad, bitch, I doubt it. I got youngest wanna off them. All this smoke, it got me coughing. Max 11, I be stepping, bitch, I'm reckless. I'm dumb, catch you resting in your sections with that western. You slump, I got bro on top and tell through a message. We come, we hang guns with them drums. Draco sounding like a bomb yeah, Talk that shit, I'm with it Watch I quick, I whip it I go smurder with them glizzes I got murder on my tension I got black on top my lenses I got straps inside that billet You yeah. won't play, I make you feel it Come your way, make sure you get it Bitch, I trap out like Griselda Hollows, I'm mellow Mojo with my silly Police walking, I won't tell them Talking on my silly with this Bitch, you came from heaven Stutter in my prison Rewind me, happy Friday, that's great Anytime and however you want it Late at night and I can't sleep I'm staying up, I'm toss and turning That's them bodies from my temple Creeping on me That's from me cutting them off And being home all by my lonely Bricks and bells I prefer that chop It's gonna kiss you and won't never Let's get it, man Let's get it Let's That's, my, get it. Let's that's get one it. of my go-tos <laughs> in the gym right there That's crazy It is, hold on, let me, let me run drop Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 109. Very, very special. <laughs> nah, for real, though. Nah, for real. If you if you are uh, watching the visual podcast, Terrence has COVID again. <laughs> yeah, y'all, that's some bullshit. This is my second bout with COVID. Y'all, we had the podcast the, the first time we did COVID, but yeah, this no. one is a little bit more... This joint hit me different. I can definitely say the first one was more about my head. This one's more about like my body, my breathing, like speaking and all of that. Like, yeah, man, the new it's like this new COVID. It's, it's weird. It's kind of like a uh, it starts with like a headache. And this is the only Terrell, reason- how about you let me talk about it? Because your motherfucking ass don't got it. How you going to talk about what you're ready to say? The only reason why I'm sitting next to him is because I low key had a crazy headache for like two or three days. And then I was I had like a little congestion. You remember? No, but I, I never took a test because it wasn't that serious, and I felt like I already had that joint. It's crazy. I don't know what it is, but like it, you you write about it being in the head first. I had a headache, a uh, slight headache for like two days. 
And then I felt like I had like this buildup in my chest. And then one day I woke up. It's like I had a cough, but I didn't have a cough. And I did not have a sore throat. And I'm like, damn. And I, didn't, I haven't had a sore throat this whole time. It's really just been this bullshit chest congestion. And then like I got the, I had like the headaches and then the, the, the fatigue and the, all of that. Terrell, y'all should know is not the call out type. If it was me, y'all, I would have said, y'all, the podcast coming next week. That's, that's me being a haunted. The only reason why I'm doing this is because Terrell, I know he will not let us not do this. When the Kendrick came out, first of all, we went 109 weeks. We did it through when we had COVID the last time. Okay, but I don't and feel I like, don't, but, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm not feeling the best. When that Kendrick came out, I felt terrible. I think I had COVID back then, but guess what? This motherfucker made me do the, re- the reaction. The shit stopped 45 minutes and so we had to stop. you did not have scratch. no type of COVID. This nigga Terrell kept saying he was tired. Terrence, Fuck no. Fuck type shit is that. That's not what I'm dealing with right now. I felt like I was getting ready to pass out. I'd rather have that than this. People always make their sicknesses way worse. Anyway. That's what you're doing of right now. Of course I'm getting ready to say, look, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's all good, though. I'm, it's just annoying that on 109 it would, it would be this, but it's also very... Eye opening, to me. Nah, for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be a short podcast for sure, because of that. I don't want to make the nigga too, you know. But um, look, I think I'm about to throw up. <laughs> Try to hurry up and get out the episode. I think I'm gonna throw up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hey, but look. Also, I want to say, though, I'm not sweating it at all. I'm gonna be back to 100 no time. I don't look at shit like this and be like, I'm not. The, I'm not that patient. That's like shitty. I don't think. Yeah, you I'm look. like, yo, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be straight. You know what I'm saying? I always say, God going to have to surprise me. I'm going to get up there and be like, look, what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> I feel like everybody does that, unless you're on your deathbed. At some 80. people, nah, but you know how some people are horrible patients, like, oh, I feel like I'm about to, nah, not me. I'm always like, there ain't no way that this is going to be, you know what I'm saying? going to be 90 years old, like, I still got 10 more. Facts. <laughs> That's going to be me. I want to see 109. I want to see my great, great, great grandkids. No bullshit. Or feel them. <laughs> Would you rather be deaf or blind? Shout out to everybody that might be one of those. I'd rather be deaf. Damn, if you deaf, you didn't hear that. Go ahead. You said you felt be de- it. You think you- <laughs> Terry, that's not funny. Podcast coming out in breath. What you talking about? Don't that's they not have... Funny. You took it too. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucking brought it up, nigga. All right, well, if it was me, I think I'd rather be deaf. Nah. Maybe blind. I think I would want to be... I, I, don't, I don't know any famous deaf people that did dope shit. But there's mad blind famous people. Nah, for sure. Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder. And when you deaf, you don't even know what the fuck is going on for real. Yes, you do. You can see. When you blind, it's argue where that nigga can sneak up on you as long as you don't hear him. You don't know what I'd rather be blind. The deaf person is going to see you and be like, oh, shit. Because, okay, you'll still have your sight through your imagination. Your other senses build what you see. That's true. If you deaf, you can see, but you really don't know. But you can see. You go to a restaurant, you don't got to ask for the other menu. You can, like, actually still see. You just can't hear. That's what's fucked. Anyway, how you speaking? You speaking like you know. I know, right? So Terrence went on a double date this weekend, and I haven't been on a double date in a long time. 
and I wanted to ask you about some double date etiquette. Yeah. So I got a question. Who pays on a double date? You pay for your girl, he pay for his girl. That's, that's the respect at the table. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Because if you try to pay for the whole thing, and I'm a pick up the check type dude. I know you are too. 100. But it's respect. Yeah. I'm not going to disrespect my man and pay for the whole thing because I don't want to try and up one up him. Yeah, nah. And the way we did it is that we, we all got food, and then my boy had got a bottle. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really get that much food, so like, I paid for the food, he paid for the bottle, and it basically came up to the same thing. So I was like, all right, bet I'm gonna just handle this side of it. You gonna handle that side of it. So uh, it, was, it was basically even, it was still like an even joint. Okay. Nobody was outdoing anybody. All right, bet what are it now? Is there? Is it awkward? I ain't nah. done a double date in a minute. Was it chill or what do you consider doing too much? Doing too much is trying to make it too much of like a, a group thing. That's, what I, that's what one, my biggest takeaway. If you ever taking your girl out on a double date, always establish that like, yo, I'm taking you out. You know what I'm saying? I want you to go. That's what I was telling her. I'm like, I'm going to take you to this restaurant, but my boy and his girl going to be there type shit. That way, when we get there, your girl know this is just what I'm doing. We just going to meet them here if it's not it's not this big group it's not like the movies you know so like the whole time i'm trying to make sure that me and her conversation is up you know what i'm saying and then every now and then i'm i would talk to my boy i would talk to his girl but like it's really all about who's in front of me and it was the same thing with him he was paying attention to his girl and then it's almost like we a party together you know what i'm saying oh okay 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 so it never turned into a uh, it's not like what y'all think about in the movies, but I'm gonna keep it a hundred. We was in more of like a lounge type situation, so it was music. You know what I'm saying? We could stand up, walk around. It wasn't like going to like a sit down restaurant. Oh, uh, okay. I went on. A, <laughs> I, did I go on a sit down restaurant? I think I did go on a double date. If you go on a double date in a sit down restaurant, I think that might be a little bit different. Cause nah, I it's have quiet, been on you know? a double date, and it, and I was was more chill like that. Yeah. It was a whole lot of look. What are you? What are you? What's life like for you? What's but going I think that's on? dope. I think look, questions like you gotta ask the basic questions that get them excited about their relationship. Like the first thing that I asked them was, I said, "How long y'all two been talking?" And you know they get to look at each other and be like, "Look, you know how long <laughs> we been? You know it it, it like yeah. things that make them excited. You know how long y'all been talking? You ask them shit like uh, I don't know like." Where she work, where he work, you know what I'm saying? Where yeah. did y'all meet? Shit like that. And then y'all can just kind of like volley off of that, especially if you don't know them. If you know them, then it'd be different. That's more of a how you been, what y'all been up to type shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I would definitely not advise bringing any type of issues or problems that you and your girl have. Let me tell you what she do, bro. And you tell me if he do this. Yeah. <laughs> she won't let me. Don't do that. Nah, I love that. Nah, I see, love well, that. You could, but then you run the risk of her saying fuck no, him saying fuck no. Now you got your girl right as hell <laughs> on your right. You best, you might fuck your whole night up. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. That's why I said, nah, look, don't sure. let the at least the serious shit. Yeah, it gotta be dainty. We when we did our shit, it was dainty. It was real. Let it be like fun and playful, yeah. But uh, another thing that y'all gotta do is like the pics. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Get, I, I, I told my boy, I said, give me your phone real quick. <laughs> just took his phone from him, 
pulled the camera out. As soon as I did that, his girl was 100% for it. Back. Girls want to take the pics. This is the key, though. I took his phone, sent them to, you know what I'm saying, taking them on his phone. Just because you never know, whatever. But I'm like, I'm, I'm going to take them on his phone. If he don't, you know how niggas are. I don't do pictures. I don't do pics. That's why you take them on your man phone. It's on his phone. He might go in the bathroom and delete them. He might not want to oh, send them, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. You put them on your girl phone. Then she has all the pics, you know what I'm saying? She got free range. This is me just knowing how it is. And when we took the pics, my phone fucked nah, up. Nah, that's so all the phones was on his his. You side. had me lost for a minute. I'm like, take his phone. Yeah. I'm thinking, what if he you I don't know. But that does make sense. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. people don't do put the pics up. Real ones have been there on the other side of it. Oh no, know? no, no. Delete, delete this. Why yeah. don't you post that? Yeah, take it down. Even though it's a double day, you never really know where they at in their relationship. You know, you yeah, don't never true. really know where that couple is. So for me. It's like, nah, we're not going to do my phone. We're going to do her phone because fuck it. You want to post me? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but real. nah, it was definitely a dope environment. I think that might have been when your boy got the vid from, though. There was a lot of motherfuckers in that joint. You know what I was going to tell you, too, about being there? What? Yo, nobody is paying attention to your outfit. That is 100%. I asked, I asked Shorty, I went with, I said, how many people outfits did you see tonight? She was like, not really, not many. But I was paying attention to it because I said, damn, I was just stressing over what I would wear. I was like stressing a little bit because I knew it was I remember. a lounge, but they said we was dressing up. But then for real, for you didn't really have to dress up. We was going on U Street. It wasn't really that serious. So I wasn't trying to do too much, do too little. <clears throat> but uh, when I was in there, I said, damn, this dude had on Gucci shoes. He had the Gucci belt. He had this Gucci polo on. And I said, damn, nobody is even looking at this. Like, yeah, I noticed because I went in there with a, a different mindset. But I'm like, damn, like low-key, the shit that you wear, people really do not give a fuck or see. But we, if I was you in a relationship so much money on even the girls in there, bro. Nah, bro, if you're in a relationship, I feel like well, we oh, can kind of get away with not giving a fuck. But I'm if saying, you were single. And you go to a chick, she definitely is going to fit check you. I mean, nah. That's what, I feel like that's what you think. It was some dudes in there. If you really look at their shirt, you're like, oh, shit. That's a, uh, what's that dude had on something? I think he had a Prada shirt on. But it didn't have a big silver Prada emblem. Had the little joint. It just said Prada. And I said, damn, when you really look, that's a Prada shirt. But low key, what's up, brah? Right over there. You know what I'm saying? You would have to really be paying attention to it. And my thing is, like, even some of the chicks in there with the shit that they had on, it's like, damn, I wouldn't even know what brand this is. I'm just seeing you in a black top. I don't know if you noticed this, bro. I, I promise you, in that environment, I'm like, damn, low-key, you don't really see brands in there. You just see style. Unless it's I was super... Unless it's very upfront, yeah. Right, right, that's right. My, that's not my only point. I'm just saying... Nah, that's true. You could be in there with a white tee, jeans, and some shoes on, and all some people's minds see is white tee, shoes, jeans. But you could have on, you know what I'm saying, a Supreme tee, a Mary jeans, and some $800 sneaks, but some people don't even see that. That's yeah. the crazy, that's the only thing I wanted to say. I was like, damn, you know what? I was stressing over my outfit. And my outfit is not the best, but like looking at some of y'all, neither is y'all's, but damn, low key, some of y'all got on some like, some, some nice brands when you really look. 
That's why I don't spend the money for it. Like the shirt that I had on, that joint cost me what? $40 at Zara four years ago. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? No bullshit. But look, low key, nobody would have, somebody could have thought that that joint was worth like two or something. You know what I'm saying? You never, you never know. You that's don't why really I'm a, know. That's why I'll be on, I was on Fashion Over last night. That's why I think a style is, your style is bigger than the brand. Yeah. It's the nigga so that I'm telling you, you that had the together. Gucci shirt and the Gucci shoes, he was busted. I was like, look at this nigga. Nah, you know what? I was on What's the Name last night and saw a Balmain black t-shirt. It was just a black <laughs> t-shirt that said Balmain on it. Yeah. $300. And hey. I was like, it's niggas that will buy this drink right here. And it could I buy it? Sure. But it's, I just can't. I'm not at that point in my life yet where I can even do it. Yeah, I don't even want to do that. Because I'm, I'm trying like, to stay with y'all. Let's hit Old Navy. Let's hit the Old Navy and see how we come about that bitch. Terrence. I was Old in the Navy. Sam's yesterday and said, we should do a video. Best outfit I can put together at Sam's. <laughs> <laughs> Best like outfit you can put together in that Costco midsection. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Costco or Sam's. Or well, you'll have nothing but a checkered shirt. But we will be clean for the winter. This was another thing. Damn, what was I about to say? Uh, oh, Avrex. You remember Avrex? Hell yeah, I remember Avrex. Have you been on their website? No, they got fire shit up there. They, first off, they shit fire. Terrence. Me and Terrell used to wear Avrex like shit when we was young. Avrex jeans. It's this pink Avrex shirt that say Avrex with the joint under it, but it's got like that fluffy college patch. It's got dope ass material. Got the Avrex logo on the sleeve. Two hundred dollars. Sheesh. I said Avrex smacking niggas' heads like this now. You remember Echo with the Rhino? I'm about to go look them up. Echo probably got Echo Unlimited. I'm about to go look them up because we bringing that shit back. We I about gotta to, yeah. bring it anytime and however you want it. <laughs> I need but to what, Hold on, wait. What did I want to tell you? I had some shit that I wanted to get to. Oh. Um, oh, did you see that Vince Staples video? No, I wanted to show it to you. Yeah, Echo ain't coming back. Not with these designs. Yeah, bro. But they still key? put a fat-ass rhino in the middle in the circle? That's not bad. Yeah, but you not they gonna be able the to RG three looking nigga for the logo. <laughs> Terrence, if you wear that, I will. I'm telling you, cut you up because that is crazy. Yeah, some of these shirts look real. You remember Black Label, <laughs> Ed Hardy? Yeah, nah, we can't Ed, rock that. Yeah, Echo makes surfer clothes. If you a nigga that like to surf, which honestly it takes an immense amount of time to surf. Shout out to the niggas that I can actually surf. That shit is not easy at all, but that's for you. <laughs> you know how hard it is to probably get girls when you a surfer? Terrence, you are tripping. You're only getting chicks at the beach. You're not coming to PG and getting no bitches saying that you surf. Keep it on. Okay, bro. I mean, yeah, but you, you got a job like... You wouldn't be a surfer out here. It is no... I guarantee you, this is something that I will put money uh -huh. on. That niggas that surf, they got them, for real. They don't. They're Russell Wilson ass niggas. One, two. Imagine the niggas out here that be skating. Like, remember, Roll Bounce came out and niggas were like, "I can skate like that." When could you? When was that? It's not. It's just look. When it's not cool in your community, it's harder to get chicks. There's a collect. There, oh, we'll see. If you a surfer out in Malibu or somewhere where they surf, okay, then yeah, you what, would get the shorties. Cause that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it ain't gonna be no surfers in a place where surfing ain't something you could do. It's beaches everywhere, but it's not surfers everywhere. And surfers in that water, you got to be able to swim, which means that's like 
hella cardio. Yeah. Like, we know niggas that can skate like shit, but, like, they never really had a chance to showcase Cause it wasn't that really talent, Cause we wasn't on no ATL shit. Yeah. Think about ATL. We got Them our niggas little... was going to the skating rink every week. Low key. Bro, people up here be going to Crystals every week. Bro, don't ain't nobody going up there. Desmond and them be going up there every week. Desmond and them the only niggas that go up there. I ain't, I ain't heard nobody else going up there. I think he might have got that, that girl up there. Maybe it's messing with a minute Shout ago. out my man. Shout Desmond. out to my man. But um, the Vince Staples video. Desmond, the only one we know that got that got that when it comes to skating. Yeah. That's why you brought him up, because a nigga that can skate. Well, look, and his little brother can and skate. And PG, how can you get that off? Nah, no bullshit. You ain't lying. But look, listen to this. I don't like gifts, so like, I feel you. You don't like gifts? Nah. How come? Because gifts aren't selfless. Like, if somebody give you a gift, right, they want you to like it because it's really about them. It's not about you. They want to feel, they want to feel like they did something right for you. If you give somebody damn, gave you a bad. gift and then you was like, oh, if you if somebody gave you a gift and then you was like, all right, for sure, thanks, they're gonna be mad. So you might be the first person I ever heard that said they don't like gifts. Let's you ever say, seen a look at somebody's face when they give you a gift? They yeah. waiting for you to get them reassurance that they did the right thing. I'll be doing that. I yeah, people selfish as hell, bro. Hang you some shit and stare in your eyes, bro. That shit is crazy. I would do. I'll be like, look, I got this for you, and I'd be excited because I like to give gifts. I I like to give you, people you, you gifts. Are, you like to give gifts, right? I love Come to on, give bro. gifts, but I love to give gifts to people who love to receive gifts because then they're happy and it makes me happy to see them happy. But it's still about you being happy. It's more so, uh, maybe. <laughs> so, hey, look. That, I think that's bullshit. That, that joint, I don't agree. I want to ask you about that because I know you a, you a different thinking nigga. And I said, first I was like, nah, this ain't it. And people were saying, yeah, he's thinking too hard. But... Low key, he kind of right. He got a point, but low key, I don't agree with that. Cause he making it seem like the only reason why people gives gifts is to make themselves is to give do something for themselves. I definitely feel like giving gifts is for that person that you're giving a gift to. Yeah, but you doing it. You doing but you are you doing it for them? Yeah, you're doing it for them. I mean, of course you're doing it for them, but you feel good about it. If you gave somebody a gift and they was like, look, mm, thanks, you would be like, what the fuck? You don't fuck with it? Well, this is my thing. It's to me about the act. I'm like, oh, I don't like gifts. That just sounds like, all right, you just sound like a complicated ass nigga to just have around. You don't like gifts? It's like this, like, all right, bet. What girl are you going to talk to with that type of mindset? It's not about... I've given... Put it like this. I've given girls gifts that I didn't even think that they wanted it before. I've given girls gifts that I don't think they fucked with. You know what I'm saying? That they said thank you and then they don't even wear it or don't even use it or something like that. And I don't think that I ever felt attacked here. It's all about just like trying to show somebody that you fuck with them. It's not. It's less about me getting reassurance and more about me, you know what I'm saying, wanting to show you in a monetary way that I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I get what you're saying. I, I get just, what he's saying, too. Yeah, because it's like, yo, it is a little bit. It's not all the way selfless. Yeah. But it's like, I definitely 100% want that reassurance that my gift is, is fire. I'm, on, I'm also, like, competitive. 
I'm not. Like, I don't want anybody to get a better gift than I gave. But the, I'm like, is that a me thing? That's a me thing. My gift, if I'm ever doing that, is to get you to see that I'm paying attention. You know what I'm saying? I would be looking for you to tell me that you noticed that I was paying attention. It's almost like when you in the... Fellas, let's say you in the bath and body works with your girl and she look at the uh, sunset rise candle or some shit, right? And she said, oh, that sunset rise. Let me get that sunset rise one day. And she don't get it all the way up until where, or you just get it for her and give it to her. You're not looking for her to say stuff more so than you looking for her to say, damn, this dude pays attention to me and what I like. You kind of showing somebody that you're going to go out their way to make them happy with the things that they want. I don't think that's me. I don't, I'm not looking for anything after that. You know what I'm saying? I knew you was going to look at it like that. Because low-key, why would I want to lead a life low-key looking at life like that? I don't like gifts. Gifts just, you just looking for, all right, whatever. Here's your receipt, next in line. People who think like that are the most negative motherfuckers in the world. Vince Staples has said some profound shit. But him being that high up comes with attitudes like that. You can't tell me that you about to have a wife and kids with that type of mindset. I'm not giving y'all gifts. Because I don't want to do nothing for myself. Well, he don't want... I don't think he want... Well, well I don't know. He so, he basically say, if, so you can't say you don't like receiving gifts, but oh, but you like giving gifts. So you can... Yeah, because that's what I'm thinking. Because it's backwards. That you got you to gotta want to give. Because now... Oh, so you doing exactly what you don't like. Fuck out of here. Sometimes niggas be trying to sound super smart, and it's like, no, no. I'm not rolling. No. I don't agree with that, and we can respectfully disagree. It's cool. I'm not telling you you're doing nothing wrong. I just don't move like that. I've given a girl a gift. The last gift that I gave, that ass right before I gave this person a gift, they told me that they didn't fuck with what the gift was. I want you to imagine you get your girl some Crocs, right? Or do you say, hey, how you feel about some Crocs? And then your girl say, I mean, they cool, but I don't really fuck with Crocs like that. I don't really fuck with them. Never really have. And you got them right here. <laughs> Yo, well, just see how you, you know what I'm saying? See what you might think about them. And then you show her the Crocs. The girl is not thinking about her dislike at that moment more than she thinking, damn, this nigga got me something that I ain't even think that I would fuck with. And guess what? Guess who will be walking around with Crocs? Your girl. Especially if she never had them. Now, if your girl said, oh, last time I had them, they broke me out. Last time I did this, it broke me out. Then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, like, like I said, that's an example of how giving somebody a gift low-key don't be about you. It, to me, it's all about them. I never gave somebody a gift and it was about me. You're saying that, but it is about you. How? Because you got the gift and you wanted them to have a certain reaction. You wanted them to feel something. So technically, I mean, and a little percentage of you giving a gift is about you. You can't just say, it ain't never. Nah, because you did that for a reason. You did it. You are we doing it. We can say the same thing about anything done nice for anybody. Vince Staples, I bet you would say, oh, that's my homie. Oh, he my man. He, he my man. Oh, so you just really just saying that because you want him to know that you fuck with him and you want him to know that you are this type of person. That's why you're saying that. You know what I'm saying? What if he said, oh, that, oh this, this person, that's my homie. Yeah, I fuck with him. Yeah, he a real nigga. Yeah, he inspired me. He did this. He did that. You're saying all of that, all that nice shit that you're saying, giving somebody flowers, you only saying that because you want him to know that you fuck with him. Yeah. Do you see how it's bullshit to look at life like that? Like, 
That of makes course. Sense. Like if I buy you a pizza, and I'm like, I don't even know if you ate, but this is some Papa John had a deal, so I, I thought about you, so I bought you this. And I'm saying, nah, nigga, you just doing that for you. I did a little piece. I did it for you, but a little piece of me did it for me. That's because bullshit. I give a fuck about you, and I wanted to do something. So it but is kind of about me. The I way have he's to. saying it, though, he's making it seem as though it's like a selfish thing. He said it's selfless. Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? Give show you fuck with somebody. Okay, let me give you another example. Somebody have a deaf in the family. You go. I had a, I had a real close friend had a deaf in the family. I filled her fridge up. You know what I'm saying? Like, a part of that, most of that was about her. But a part of that was me wanting to show her that I'm going to be there for you. You and know what I'm saying? I get that. So, But that is a little bit about me. No, it's, well, it, to say it's about me makes it seem like a selfish thing. And it's about you wanting to show her who you are and how much you fuck with her, which isn't fucked up. He's okay. saying it as if it's fucked up. Yeah, you're right. I did fill your fridge up to show you how much I fuck with you. But nah, it's not right. me being... That don't mean I'm on some, some snaky... Yeah. I'm on some just try. You know what I'm saying? Like he's making it seem. Like the people that give stuff to homeless people and record it. That's exactly what that is. That's... Yeah. That is that. We can agree on that. That's what okay. that is. That, okay. Yeah. I'm with you because that's what that is. All these influencers that be like changing somebody's life for a day... And they're like, yo, I'm a YouTuber. You're going to come with me and we're going to go to this expensive ass place. And we're going to get you a haircut, get you this, get you that. Fuck that. Yeah, that's content. My man did it, though. Nip. He did? Yeah. Oh, with that dude on the street. Mm hmm. Well, everybody knows him. I forget what his name is, too. But, yeah. It's layers. Well, the 74th annual Emmy Awards was announced um, and will air on September the 12th. Um, this year is a Monday, and we got nominations, and we got thoughts and opinions on some of the main ones I wanted to go through with you. We do it every year um, because we bought this life. That's a fact. Um, but did you take a look at them all? You seen I some seen of them? some of them, but go ahead and uh, we're going to start with the drama series, um, Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Um, what do you think? I'm gonna ask you first because I already know what I already know what my pick is. Y'all are gonna disagree with me. Squid Game. You cannot sleep on that that series. If that series is nominated, Squid Game. Squid Game to me should win Best Drama Series. Squid Game, to me, took the world by storm, not because of hype, but because of how damn good the story was, how damn good the show was. It had a controversial ending, so, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? You can say what you want about dude's decision to, I, I want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but having rewatched Squid Game recently. So you would put Squid Game over Ozark, Stranger Things, Succession, and Better, or you haven't seen Better Call, and Euphoria. Squid Game season one was better than every one of those other shows' current season. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Oh, their current season. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I haven't seen season three as such. So that Stranger Things uh, nomination wouldn't be for S4. It would be S4. for S4. It would be for S3. 
So I would say 100% Squid Game season one over, over Stranger Things. Nah, Terrence, these are new nominations. That's for the newest Even season of Stranger Things. Even if it's full. I don't give a damn. Even if it's, it's full. full. Even if it's full, I'm going Squid Game. I'm sorry. Stranger Things is popular. Stranger Things is very popular, but they also hinge. They, they very much lean on old school themes and old school plot points you know what i'm saying just invested into a new idea as to where squid game felt completely new you know what i'm saying it you can kind of guess what's about to happen with stranger things yeah as to where and i'm not saying that that makes it bad or anything i'm just saying squid game gave us look squid game they were more daring too they were they were not afraid what they pen like you right Stranger Things. Take Squid Game and then point it at something that's similar to that. You know what I'm saying? A series. It's going to be job hard to. Terrence, you can point Squid Game You know I can, but I'm just saying. Squid Game can. It's not easy. Squid Game can point right at Hunger Games and what's the other joint that Hunger Games stole from? It points right at that. You got to play a game for your life type shit. So don't try to make it seem like Hunger Games was not like Squid Game. Okay, what's the other one that they stole from? Hunger Games was uh, something war. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. I didn't want to say it, but Battle Royale, even the same, wasn't like Squid Game. Battle Royale, in a sense where you're getting picked off one by one, and same with Hunger Games. In those situations, you had people, and those two movies, those those two movies are close, but in those situations, you had people killing each other. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. And the, the winner of this battle royale on some war zone shit wins. Mm. The last one standing wins. As to where Squid Game was literally all left up to, like, percentage and, like, chance and whatever. Like, in the they last. They were still like, I could kill you at night. At night, yeah. But if you think about it, your chances of survival were all left up to the Squid Game. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you and then win. It wasn't. Like, if you think about that last, ba- the, one of the last uh, games where they had to do the, the glass steps, and in that moment, he was looking at the number one. They had took all the jerseys, and he looked at number one, and he looked at number 16, and he was like, well, I can't go number one because if I go number one, I'm going to have to be the first person to do something. He said, but if I'm 16, that can put me behind. And then this dude came up to him and said, can I please have number one? And he, he had this philosophy. In my whole life, I did this number one. I was number one this. I, I, I got this reason for picking number one. So he said, fuck it. You can have number one. Dude had to pick number one. He was the first person that had to go out there and guess. So all of your little ideas and all of that shit did not matter. Because this game, that's the gold of Squid Game. And that's what they have to reachieve in season, in season two. two. To me, that idea and people understanding, like, damn, like, the dude that was real religious. The dude was real religious. He was on his knees praying and shit. He was swearing that God was helping him win this game. Ended up dying. Because it ain't even about that. It's just about the game. I got big respect for Squid Game and what they did. It's a reason why Squid Game was just broken. Stranger Things just broke Squid Game's record for most views. Mm -hmm. But mind you, y'all had to break that with y'all fourth season. Squid Game did that season one. Come on. Y'all had four. No, nah, that's true. Four I just think of it's, hype. I just think saying Stranger Things, we can point to, what can we point to that's just like Stranger Things? 
Because Stranger Things is also like based on. It's like I said, there's a lot of different elements of past films all crammed into one with Stranger Things that makes it great. You know what I'm saying? 80s music, aliens and monsters, kid stars. It's like Ghostbusters. There's a lot of things that you can point to. Uh, And that doesn't take away from the greatness, I swear. If Squid Game was not on that list, I would have a different opinion. But Squid Game being on that list? Okay, let's take Squid Game off the list. Who you pick? Terrell, we not doing that. My pick was Squid Game. Better Call Saul, honestly. What? Let me just tell you, Better Call Saul had the best season of all of these shows. And we're not even done yet, for real. We still got one more, one or two more episodes. Better Call Saul is better than Ozark. I haven't even seen season three of Succession. Shout out to everybody that's watching them on season two. I'm not there yet, but it could be Succession. But since I haven't seen it, Ozark is a bite-off of Better Call Saul. It's a fact. Let's just keep it 100. Number one. This is a hot take, by the way. This is facts. <laughs> Better Call Saul introduces Lalo. Lalo is the nephew of Hector Salamanca. Not Hector. Not, yeah. Yeah. Hector. Um, T.O. He's also the nephew of motherfucking um, T. What's the dude's name? Don Eladio. If you've seen, basically, if you've seen Breaking Bad, they introduce the nephew of this main character. We knew about him, though. From the show, we knew that this character was going to be in the prequel. So, in Better Call Saul, basically, what it is, what it is, I don't want to spoil it, but one of the main antagonists, is this crazy nephew that comes out of anywhere. He's willing to kill anybody. It's like, oh, shit. His name is Lalo. If you watch Breaking Bad, when Walt and Jesse first met um, Saul, he was like, it was Ignacio. Who sent you? Did Lalo send you? So we got Lalo in this season. Ozark had nothing to do. Ozark, okay, this is where Ozark fucked up the fourth, fourth season. It was good. But this nephew of the the... The cartel boss coming out of nowhere and being the main crazy part of season four, it just came out of left field. No, I did. It came right after Better Call Saul already did they shit. They could have wrote it at the same time. Who knows? But that was just way left field, and I didn't like the way they ended Ozark. These motherfuckers was fucking with the Mexican drug cartel, and in white writer fashion... The white folks prevail. Nobody dies except one person. But the whole family fucking with the cartel survives. I didn't like that. And I don't think, I think performance-wise, we better get to performances. But to me, Better Call Saul, man, oh my God, the way they just, I read a tweet yesterday that said, Better Call Saul does the best job, Better Call Saul does the best job of making you have anxiety about a character that you know is going to survive because they were in the other show that you watched, and this is a prequel. Okay. So they do the best job of making you feel like, I don't know what the fuck they're about to do, but it's a prequel. I'm picking Better Call Saul. Terrence, I don't know why you won't watch that joint. I feel like Squid Game is is, is just dog walking all those shows except maybe Stranger Things, but like to pick Better Call Saul, it just sounds like you watch it and nah, because it's that good. If you watch it, it's that good. It's a reason why it's on the list. And honestly, this whole thing could be shut down with Succession. Nah, I can tell you right now, I know Succession 
third season was not better than Squid Game. Squid Game was that show. You for watched, a but reason. you haven't seen the third. Season I've already seen season one, season two. There's nothing that y'all could have done in season three that would have been better than Squid Game. I'm sorry, I'm standing on that. I feel like you got some hype bias. Nah, it was just that good. Squid Game had a terrible ending. It did not have a terrible ending. This motherfucker played the whole game. Just skip like a minute and a half if you didn't watch the end of it. This motherfucker played the whole game to get back to his daughter. At the very end, he survived 300 motherfuckers. Get on the plane and say, I'm turning around and going back. But he realized that he had a bigger purpose because he went through the whole game. And if you think about how he went through the game, he did not go through the game like that, that other dude who killed the girl, who started being fucked up, stole the dude's marbles. He didn't cheat his way through that whole game. He actually was a fucking human being through that whole game. He felt all of his human love through that whole game. He went through that whole game trying to help people, trying to do this, even all the way up to the last girl. Even to the very last person the dude he went against, he didn't even really want to win. Yeah, but you still, his so whole motivation. So he thought about how I could go back to my daughter or I could go and save the people that Loki he knew he couldn't with the first game. So Loki, I kind of, I get it. You, you go back to your daughter. You go back to your daughter. All right. Yeah. I get it. But Loki, I'm ready for season two. He can go back to his daughter. He know he can go back to his daughter. I don't feel like season two is going to And look, I'll give you the squid game. I'll, I'll, that's your pick. You sticking to it? Fine. There's people that's probably sitting there like, I can't believe they're picking anything other than severance. We haven't seen it. <laughs> I heard Yellow Jackets was good, but I heard it had a trash ending. I don't know. I, haven't, I didn't watch it because I heard it had a trash ending. Euphoria is Terrell, not. come on. Let's get to the next joint. Come on. We've been on this shit too long. You don't want to say nothing about Euphoria? Because that was a hot take that people thought it, this was better than everything. I don't think so at all. I think Euphoria's popularity was up there, but I think as a show, as a season, definitely not going to be. I'd be upset if, if Euphoria won over Ozark. I thought Ozark's last season, even though you said that it was a riff, I thought Ozark's last season was more it captivating was, than yeah. Euphoria. Euphoria lined us up for a whole bunch of shit, and it all fell through. And did nothing with it. Rue with the lady with the suitcase. That was a big part of the season. Why does Rue, why, what's in the suitcase? And that, lady, that shit didn't even fucking matter for real, for real. It was yeah. just Rue getting high. They tried to line up Cassie and Maddie's beef. That ended with a punk ass slap, slap in, the, in the hallway. That ended, didn't end up with shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They said, fuck the, uh, the heavy one. They had, they had, what's the dude's name? Not Fez, but his little brother. Uh, Ashtray? Ashtray. Basically committed suicide. I hope that's his name. Didn't have to do what he did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, okay, I get what y'all, I get what happened. I'm not mad at it. But like, low key, we not about to act like that storytelling was better than those the others. There's too many flaws in that season. It's writing. It's not about, people are like, yeah, but what about the cinematography? There's other awards for that. We talking about best, the best. The best show. And let's keep it 100. Let's talk about cinematography because we still talking Squid Game. We still, we still talking Squid Game with cinematography. Fuck you talking about? Squid Game cinematography wasn't better than Euphoria when it comes to that. I will say that. It was not. All right. What they did with light and shadow and... I like what they did in Euphoria. And Euphoria. I would never take that away from them. But Terrence, even the, the way... The first episode of the second season is better than... is Cinematography-wise, is better than the whole season of, of Squid Game. You, you didn't watch Squid Game. I did. You didn't Squid watch. You Game. Can't, 
Squid Game is only that good because of their cinema, the cinematography that, that, they, that they had to do. Go back and rewatch or direction. Cinematography. Go back and watch each. Bro, I'm telling you, you have no idea. Go back and rewatch. You have to go back and rewatch it. That bro, that show is brilliantly shot. Are you kidding me? It's not shot better than the one thing Euphoria has is that. I'll give Euphoria that because I love the way Euphoria does this stuff. But I low-key, I thought the cinematography in season one was a little better than season two. Yeah. Season one was that wow, you know? Yeah. But you know, it's, it's the same. It's the same. Put your thoughts in the comments about the best drama series. That that was the only one we probably spend too much time on because that was the most probably the most heated and is the most you know sought after award comedy series i haven't really watched any of the comedy series abbott elementary barry kirby enthusiasm hacks mr uh the marvelous miss mazel only murders in the building ted lasso and what we do in the shadows i think ted lasso is going to win i haven't seen it but people that show sweeps every year it's like secession yeah i would pick abbott elementary because i love kinta brunson but i also watch barry I didn't get to watch the new season yet, though, so I don't know. Um, lead actor in a drama series. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Brian Cox for Succession. Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game. Bob mm. Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Adam Scott for Severance. And Jeremy Strong for Succession, which is Kendall, right? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it is. Honestly, I would not be upset if I saw... Bateman? Honestly, I have to watch that season three of Succession. It's a reason why you got two motherfuckers nominated for that role from that season. Brian Cox is a great actor. I recently watched Brian Cox in Troy. I rewatched Troy, um, and he plays the... He's the king of something. He's the king of the Trojans, or... I don't know what he is. Nah, he's the king of the other whoever. Sorry, I don't know those names. But um, Brian Cox is a great actor and been doing it for a long time. Uh, what Bateman had to go through in that last season of Ozark. I'm picking Better Call Saul, man. I'm sorry. Bob Odenkirk. If my man from Squid Game, I can't even name, say his name, Lee Jung, Joe, if he wins, I'm not mad at all because he killed it. 456. That's going to be a He top. killed it. If he wins, I'm not mad at all. He, he did it. kill it. He, he did. killed it. He killed it. He literally kills it. But, man, I would give it the... I don't know if I'm just on a little bit of a uh, better call Saul kick, but... All right. Um, thoughts. Lead actress. Might be about to read everything. Um, I would give it to... Basically, though, the highlights of this joint was Zendaya for Euphoria, uh, Laura Linney for Ozark, Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, and the chick from Yellow Jackets, and, another, and somebody else from uh, Killing Eve. And then also you got Reese Witherspoon that could fucking steal it. Sandra O. Oh. That ain't just somebody oh, else. Oh, shit. I meant to say Sandra O oh, and the other. And Mel- Melanie Linsky? Linsky. You don't just shut on her. I yeah. honestly don't know. I don't like going through these because I haven't seen all of them. There's always going to be that, that, that one that I don't know. So, for real, for real, I really do not know who to pick. I'm not picking. I mean, Zendaya killed it in that episode, what, four, five? Mm-hmm. She had that one episode that was just like, yo, this is moving as fuck. She yeah. She had one of the most moving episodes of television in like the last year. So like everybody was in their feelings watching watching Zendaya do that that scene with her mother. 
That was an emotional ass scene. That was a heavy scene. That was a heavy episode. That was yeah. actually the best episode of probably of the season. I think so. It, I was, would, it was just straight rude. I would give it to Laura Lenny for sure. For uh, Wendy Bird. For Wendy Bird, she killed it. Yeah. I would give it to her because I don't think, I don't think, Zendaya, I, I like what Zendaya did, but I felt like she just did a bunch of screaming and crying. It wasn't, to me, it wasn't really impressive like what Laura Lenny did. Even for the whole show, though, I feel like she. I feel like Zendaya had a really good episode. The rest of it was, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm high. I don't give a fuck. Versus such disrespect. The whole season of what Wendy did. You know what I'm saying? The chick who played Wendy. But I just wanted to go through the first. The season. lady who plays Wendy. What's her name? Laura Lenny. Laura Lenny. Believe it or not, she is brilliant. Beast. beast. She's a beast. I'm not saying Zendaya is not. Zendaya is definitely a beast, but damn, Laura Lenny is a beast. Uh, if you watch the behind the scenes of the Ozark joint, uh, she was talking about how she wasn't even about to do it until Bateman had hit her and was like, yeah, I really want you to be in this. Yeah. And he hit her for specific reasons because she is such a beast. So I think her work speaks for itself in that show, but I, like I said, I can't pick. They ain't got nobody yeah. from the Squid Game nominated. For what? Uh, lead actress? No, there was no lead actress. I guess there wasn't a lead actress in Squid Game. It wasn't. But um, I'm not going to go through the rest of them. Y'all can go through all the other ones because it's hella ones. To send me your thoughts on Twitter. I've been arguing with motherfuckers all week. You seen uh, people were saying that they thought, what's the name should get nominated? Um, what's his name from Snowfall? Dancing Idris? Dancing Idris for that, for that scene. Show's not good enough. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good your performance is if your show is not Emmy worthy. Yeah, then they had a bad season. People was posting that scene with him, uh, the bodies, bodies, bodies scene. Yeah. To me, you not about to get an Emmy for that. I'm sorry. We love when Frank yells and we think that's crazy acting, but to me, it's not that. Im- it's not that crazy impressive no more. You got to show me something else. And I don't think you're going to get a nomination for a good monologue. And when I say that, that's not to disrespect dancing, but it'll get looked at like that. Because your good performance has to tie into a good story. And not it has real. to be the reason why this story is so good. It feel like, like your show's bad. Yeah. It's like it feel like Snowfall took the did the you, drive motherfucker scene from the beginning. The scene that we all love that Frank maybe should have got nominated for that first season. Yeah, that with, first season. Well, what's the name? His what's his name? When he name? got snubbed, he was in the car with him. You know what I'm talking about? I forget his name. Lou, uh, 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 Lee, Lee. Leon. He was Leon. in the car with Leon. Brick by brick, he should have got nominated. He should have nominated. I feel for like that. they just took that and said we need to have one of these moments every episode, every so season. Like, yeah, that last scene just felt a little force. And then, did you see people that were saying that? Uh, somebody hit us on Twitter. I I, I saw this. They was like, y'all make excuses for Frank, but y'all didn't make excuses for for Walt and Breaking Bad. He said, y'all said that they got Frank out of every situation, but they get Walt out of every situation, too. I felt like that was bullshit. Nah, the way it was Walt written. got out of them situations legit. You, I never felt like it was bullshit how he got out of situations, except maybe, a, maybe one or two. That motherfucker was just... 
he had the gift of knowing what the fuck to do to get out of shit. I'll be honest. And you might not be this far along in, in watching Breaking Bad, but Walt did make decisions and get out of certain decisions that got him far enough to where he had to take a major loss, and they didn't bitch up in making him take that, that loss. That is a fact. That's the fact. That's the difference between Frank and Walt. Yeah, Walt did get out of certain shit, but he got to a point where you survived this long, now you take a big-ass loss. Yeah. And it wasn't. Frank got that far, didn't take that loss. He got that far, lost no family members. Nothing. Nothing. He lost his father. <laughs> right, his expendable ass that we didn't give him. And they made us not like him. And then they didn't give a fuck about that next season. He's back working with Reed. Yeah. So what Fall God do is I'm going to work with God. It's what my father fuck out of here. Nah, for real, yeah. It's not a comparison. Because Breaking Bad, like you said, they don't bail out the writers. They don't bail characters out via the writing. Nah. Walt's going to survive, and all of a sudden, such and such survive. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they ain't going to bitch up like that. But you know what? In other movie news, just moving on, I don't know if you heard, but Daniel Kaluuya um, announced that he's not going to reprise his role as Wakabi in Black Panther 2 um, because of the Jordan Peele joint that he was working on. And so the question that's up in the air is, what do we think they're going to do with Black Panther? And then do we even want to see it at this point? Because it was shit that was up in the air with the girl, his sister. And then with Daniel Kaluuya not returning for Wakabi, it's kind of like, all right. It depends on what the storyline is. Honestly, did they even really need Daniel Kaluuya's character? I mean, he was a cameo in the last joint. He wasn't a cameo. He was a side piece in the character. This the, motherfucker's in charge of the Rhino uh, piece. He was, was he in Endgame? No. He wasn't now, in if they said the dude who was the head of the, oh, Mb the Mbaku dude. If he wasn't in it, that would be bigger news. Daniel Kaluuya has a big name. He's an Academy Award winning actor now. That name will bring more people to see the movie. But low key, for the story, do we really need him? He was working with Michael B. Jordan. I wouldn't be surprised if they casted his ass out once they, you know what I'm saying, once the real Black Panther got back. It'd be easy to write him out. My only thing is, like, you're not going to be in it because <clears throat> you're not going to be in it because of Nope. Isn't Nope done? That shit's about to come out next yeah. weekend. It was scheduling. You know, they've, been, they've been shooting something. Black Panther's going up. They're already shooting it. That movie actually comes out next week Friday. Next, nope, next Friday. you talking yeah, about. Nope, yeah. Yeah. We going so, to see that jump. Oh, yeah. And I'm being a heavy judge on that jump. Yeah. Because, Jordan, you got to come with some shit. You got to show us something. All these one-word movies, us, get out, nope. All right, bet. This shit is niche, but show me something. I want to see something good. And the people might say, oh, you putting uh, uh, big pressure on it. But, like, this is what comes with your, with your third movie. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times people's third movie, all right, so let's take classic directors and look at their third movie. Right? Mm -hmm. We can even go with somebody like, what, Marty. I think Marty's third movie was Goodfellas. Or it was either... It was Raid... Nah. Marty's third, third movie, movie was Mean... Was, nah, not Mean, mean Street. It was, some, it, was it was some old shit. Raging Bull or Taxi Driver. It was like a... No way. Bro, think not about it. Not his third. For number three... Why the fuck do I have to do this? You don't have uh, IMDb? Yeah, I got it right here. Because there's no way... Taxi, the taxi Driver was 76. He'd been making movies way longer than that. Mean Streets was 73. I might be right. I don't know, Terrence. 
all filmography, director, going down to the bottom. He did one, two, three, nah, Terrence. He did like hella shit before he did uh, Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver was like the 10th, 12th thing he did. Terrell, fuck these movies before. Them doc, oh, well, some of, oh, well, they are shorts. Well, yeah, the first, first big movie, the first big, big movie he did, the first movie that had success was Mean Streets, right? And then it was the other one, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, then it was, uh, Taxi I Driver. guess you could count some of these, but Marty is a hard dude, because for a low-key, you don't even know what the fuck Marty be working on. Taxi Driver was, like, his first, one of his first, like, all right. What's the guy's name shit. that you don't like? Oh, white boy, but he's good. Sam Levinson. He did Alien. Oh, um, damn, motherfucking. Uh, I can tell you right now. Here he is. What's his name? Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. I don't not like Ridley Scott. He just need to just chill. It's like, boy, you don't like him because he's one of the old heads that be like, "Fuck these new movies" type shit. <clears throat> I don't like his tone when he be saying that. Like, all right. Don't try to make your movie, don't be mad because your movie isn't doing well in the theaters and try to just shit on everybody else. Like, do something conventional and stop trying to make fucking, he made like six Alien remakes. Blade Runner third movie. Blade Runner is in, is in, was incredible, but look, now he, they're making another one, ain't they? I don't know if they're making another one, I'm just saying. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. You see they're making an orphan prequel. Her, her, her first family. Nah, Terrell, that's going to be dope. You're faking. I understand how they can bring another one of them joints back. That will be dope because we know she's going to survive this shit. Short, whatever, short, short. Whatever y'all going through, she's going to survive. What point are you trying to prove? I'm just trying to say your third, the third big movie that you come out with. What was QT's third movie? Let's QT's guy. third movie. So first it was Dogs, then Pulp, and then Jackie Brown. Oh, okay. So... I mean, put it like this. That's tough because he doesn't have dogs and pulp. You got... He does, John, like, have a dogs and pulp. Jordan Peele. But his second film... Pulp was... Pulp won an Oscar. Pulp won Oscars. Us was not... I mean, Get Out didn't win awards, but it was big, it was big enough to say it was but like that his was his. Fiction. That was his Reservoir Dogs. I his was, second was... He could have put out his big one first and then... That's my thing. It was... Like, even think about... How Jackie, what Jackie Brown did for QT. It was not received like Dogs and Pulp Fiction yeah, because this was the first time he was doing somebody else's work. And it wasn't nothing wrong with that, but. Well, does that mean that uh, Peel got a little wiggle room to fuck up? Nah, I feel like it's way more. It's a, tough, it's a tougher criticism. The criticism is tougher nowadays anyway. Because <clears throat> if he come out and try to do some, some super too woke shit, it ain't going to bode well. I just don't want it to be political. I just want it to be a good fucking, you know what I'm saying? I want it to be a good movie. I don't want it to be yeah, politics in it. You know what I'm saying? That's my yeah, that's my fear with the that is my fear with the Black Panther. I saw I saw uh Thor Love and Thunder over the weekend and it was cool. It was funny, but it just wasn't good. Marvel ain't really been marveling since Endgame, except for the Spider-Man joint, which honestly, bro, the rewatches for the new Spider-Man, it ain't really, we all was really like high on the, you know, all of the Spider-Mans coming together thing. Yeah. But the plot of 
we're going to take these good, bad people and make them realize that they can do good. It don't rewatch re rewatch well. Strange didn't rewatch well either. And so, I haven't seen either of them. Jokes. I don't know what they're going to do with this Black Panther movie, honestly. I don't even want it. I'm not really too worried about Black Panther, for real, for real. Y'all got to show me a trailer before I even think about it, you know? Yeah. I don't give a damn. I didn't give a damn, no offense. And when Chadwick passed away, I said, all right, bad. Black Panther was good, and that's going to be it. I didn't think they would be able to bring something like that back. <clears throat> yeah. Um, did you um, want to do – you got a movie suggestion this week or no? I got a movie suggestion, yeah. All right, bad. What you got? Uh, you first. My movie suggestion, damn, I might have already said it, but so I'm going to switch it. I, ain't wanna, I don't want to say Troy because low-key, it wasn't that good. I rewatched Troy. It was not that good. It just was not that good. I said, damn, y'all going to war over women. We read Iliad when we was in school. Iliad is the story that inspired Troy. It's basically the story about Achilles, great warrior, uh, the Trojan War, whatever. Uh-huh. It's really based off of like, this dude took this king's wife. Right after they made peace and then they went to war. It's like, all right, it's crazy that y'all fighting and killing all of these motherfuckers over women. But it just goes to show how far back we have been fighting over women. But that is not my movie suggestion of the week. My movie suggestion of the week, I hate to do this to y'all, but I'm going to go with The Departed. I have to because that's what I rewatch. I love that. I love that. And this nigga's not prepared. Always gives me shit. Terrell, I I, I just told you that I basically gave you my movie uh, suggestion, Troy. But I just don't think I I think Troy is a good watch. But it's like that's a real. You will be surprised how many people are in Troy. It came out in two thousand and four, so I can. And if you look at that cast, it's a it's a bunch of people in that. Only reason why I say go look at the party is because that movie is going to be a fun ride for you to watch. That movie has a, a crazy ending. Yeah. That movie is a fun, fun-ass movie to keep up with. You got, yeah. Martin Scorsese, y'all know I've been on a Martin Scorsese kick, so look, bear with your boy. I mean, those are, the mo- those are the joints that I'm watching, but I can give you another one, too. No, 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 let's stay with The Departed. The, Depart- the Departed. I don't have to only give one. You can give two, but I mean, look, you can find it on Netflix. Damn, I mean, give it somewhere to find it. Oh, yeah, that one you can find on Netflix. You got Leonardo DiCaprio at the helm. Number one, you have an award-winning performance from Jack Nicholson. The Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. With Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg. It's fire. Anthony Anderson is in it, I think, for a minute. Alec Baldwin's in it. Alec Baldwin, yep. yep. It's fire. If you haven't seen The Departed and you're looking for something for date night, that is definitely a movie. That, that is a definite date night movie. You can keep up with it. But look, another movie that I watched earlier, and I'm not really quite finished, got 20 minutes left, but Catch Me If You Can, Tom Hanks. Leo, oh no, Terrell, fuck that. Y'all can erase my whole. Terrell, this is ridiculous. Terrell, it's not ridiculous. Shut your ass up and let me talk. This motherfucker just gave three movies. Go ahead. All right, well, this is my real movie suggestion of the week that I rewatched, and I'm gonna let y'all know. This movie, if you've seen it already, just go and rewatch it because it's one of those second rewatches where you like, damn, you know what? This joint hit me jaw different. Let me guess. Don't look up. I was going to guess it. Don't look up on Netflix. Leonardo DiCaprio. You got fucking Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It's got Meryl Streep Tyler in it. Tyler Perry. Jonah Hill. Tyler Perry. Beautiful ass Kate Blanchett. I'm going to keep it 100. She killed it. I love, I've, I've loved Kate Blanchett for a minute. I don't give a fuck how old she is. I don't give a fuck if she white. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. 
Tariq Nasheed gonna have to come knocking on my door if that one come. Kate Blanchett wouldn't I look your. I love Kate Blanchett. She wouldn't look your your broke ass way. She would black ass way too. Terrell, she she wouldn't look at your, your your broke ass way. Anyway, that movie is just a beautiful depiction of how our world kind of is today, and yeah. how things can be very obvious, but views can be skewed based on political campaigns and political ideas. I'm telling you, Leonardo DiCaprio kills it. The whole cast of that movie kills it. It's directed by Adam McKay, written by Adam McKay. Mm -hmm. Beautiful storyline. I'm but Adam McKay is the next guy that I'm getting into, believe it or not. Pause. That's not pause. <laughs> it is. How? <laughs> Chad, that's 100% pause. You got pause. I'm sorry. That's, that's pause. Look, I don't even want to say what I was saying. <laughs> Look, just, just go ahead. <laughs> the next movie that I'm going to watch is The Big Short. That is the, the next movie that mm -hmm. I will watch. I'm going to let y'all know next week because I saw this TikTok. It's crazy. Right when I said, after I watched Don't Look Up, I said, all right, I'm going to watch The Big Short next because I know he got mad Oscar nominations for that. There was this dude, this finance dude said, if you want to watch a movie, you need to watch this other movie with Kevin Spacey. He said, oh my God. a finance? He's this finance dude oh. on TikTok. He oh, said, okay. if you want to watch a movie, watch some movie with uh, Kevin Spacey. I can't remember what movie it was. He said, that or The Big Short. He said, if you don't want to do, he said, if you don't want to fucking read and you can't keep up. Some of y'all might have seen that. He said, if you don't want to read and you can't keep up, watch one of these movies. And they're going to tell you basically what's going on. I said, all right, bet. I'm about to watch that. So look, Big Short need to be on y'all list too. I know y'all gave y'all a, a handful of shit this time around, but that's kind of where my ideas are going right now. Do you remember what the Kevin Spacey movie was? It was called like something. I think I know what it is. Is it Glenn Glary Glenn Ross? No, but I love Glenn Glenn, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. <laughs> I love that movie. I used to watch that. I'm doing mine because you keep. I'm doing mine. I would not sit here Why? and get me excited about, about a movie and then you snap on me for getting I thought excited it was, about it. I thought you were talking about that, but you weren't. It's not Glengarry Glen Ross. You will not give another movie how you love. And gave I fucking love Glengarry Glen Ross. Five, six, seven movies. My movie suggestion of the week. That's it down there. My movie suggestion of the week is a movie that I watched, uh, rewatched this week as well. It's, a, it's, it's not a fun watch. It's a necessary watch. And it's Ava DuVernay's The 13th. Okay. Rewatched it and bro. That movie is so important when you start to wonder why shit be happening the way it happened. Yeah. Right? And so if you just for a little backstory, the uh the 13th is all about the 13th Amendment, which made it illegal to have slaves unless they were criminals. You know what I'm saying? So the 13th Amendment Amendment ended slavery. But if you were a criminal, you could still, you know, servitude. And so that joint covers how when the slaves were freed, but there was that that sentence that basically says, like, yo, you don't you're not a slave unless you're a criminal. It go it it's the it's a documentary about how we went from bet. You're not a slave no more, but if I can make you a criminal, I can still get you to do what I need you to do. And so, you know, for a while, it was illegal for you to... In some places, at the end of slavery, it was illegal for you not to have a job. So you got to go out into the white workforce. 
yeah. and see if they'll hire you. And they knew about it, so they still wouldn't hire you so you could be a criminal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it goes in, bro, the Ronald Reagan era. And I did, did you see Joe Biden's son with that crack? Didn't he have like something leak and he would like his, his iCloud leaked and he had hella crack. Oh, damn. And so it's crazy because I was watching the 13th and cocaine, powder cocaine is like, was like an upper echelon suburbs thing. It was like you, you wouldn't find that in the hood. But then they randomly out of nowhere had a smokable cocaine called crack. Right? Yeah. And if you got found with crack, you would get like a 20-year sentence or like a you could get a 30-year sentence. If you get a found, if you find there's a video of Joe Biden, the president now, talking about how you you have this much crack, which was way less than what his son had in 2022. You could go to jail for like they were sending black folks to jail for like 30 years. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And cocaine was in white neighborhoods. And so just going through the Reagan era and the Nixon era, that joint, that that is one that you need to watch. I would definitely say that is something that you need to watch. Just like the, what was the joint, other, other joint she did? When They See Us? When They See Us. That's one of them joints that you might not want to rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch, but like, you need to get that. Yeah. 13th isn't too much of a sad watch. It's, it's more informative, though. Yeah. Definitely is disheartening, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Especially when you think about Chicago. You know, Chicago was one of the biggest cities hit by mass incarceration during the crack era in, 19, in the 80s. And so when you think about it, you got all these black men that get locked up in the 80s in Chicago for crack, which means the women have to work more to take care of the kids. And then that generation gave birth to the generation we got now. And the same people that created that system will say, Chicago's a mess. Look, they're killing each other. No, you're right. They still a product of that. But they're a product of what happened. Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Fucking great ass movie to watch. And with all of the ones that Terrence gave, you got That's variety. actually a documentary, to keep it 100 with y'all. That's not really it's well, worth yeah. saying. You know what I'm saying? It is a documentary. It's, it's a documentary. documentary. For and sure. you said what? I said with all the stuff that Terrence gave you, you have variety. Oh. Bitch ass nigga. I thought you was talking shit. I was. Because I gave way better rec- movie recommendations to you so far. Mine trumps yours because it's real life. Who wants to watch that bullshit? No offense. First of all, it's not bullshit. I would never let you say that. It's not bullshit. It's something that we're still going through today. It is, but it's and a, a lot of people need to watch it because you're right. Y'all do need to watch the third. But don't ever come for my movie recommendations, boy. Fuck. I like your movies. You, All right. I didn't call them bullshit. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. The 13th not bullshit. I actually fuck with Ava DuVernay. I hope she didn't hear that. Hey Ava, don't do me like that. You, you know I fuck with uh, what's the name of her company, Terrell? Damn. Affirm. Signing up. I'm putting in my application. Fuck these niggas. Fuck them. Did you hear what they said on episode 10? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm doing us dirty as oh, well. Bullshit. Brody, we said it's going to be a short podcast, y'all, so I don't really have much left. But, um, bro, you know what I noticed? The white girls that have the dirty Air Force Ones. Okay. You never see a fresh pair. It's always just, you know, or you never even see an almost dirty pair. You never see an almost dirty pill. Oh, damn, she must have just got those, but they starting to get a little scuff. That's the, They're uh, always just crushed. Do they crush them right away? 100. I think that's how they do. And this is a serious question because I don't know. Yeah. I think that's like a, a thing. It's like some people will crush some chucks before they really start sporting them like that. Or it don't, think about how long it takes to crush shoes. 
Not long at all. You could crush a pair of shoes in a day. But these Jones, y'all be looking crazy. It's, it's like, that vintage look. So, <laughs> damn, you don't even want to wear the new joints. Probably not them because they're going to look too crispy. Think about when Benny and Sandlot popped open them PF flyers. My man was beaming in them joints already, creasing the fuck out of them, was getting ready to hit the, hit the Sandlot the next day and play baseball and be sliding in them bitches. That's just how that certain people look at sneakers. Like, all right, you got to put them bitches to use. Yeah, but that dirty look is like cool. It's like that vintage look is the cool. I'm gonna look, wear man. a fat ass t shirt. Let me shorts. wear some busted ass Air Force ones though. They ain't gonna look that good. No, you you you're gonna look like an idiot. I don't think so though. I don't think it would look that bad. I'm just saying. It's the crash. The I said crash. The fresh Air Force one look way better. Way. I got better. a question for you though. Oh, you probably thought I didn't have nothing. Would you rather have roaches or bed bugs? Roaches, one thousand percent. Roach is 1,000%, and y'all probably going to say, damn, why they saying that? I'd rather have the... Uh, I'd rather have roaches. Nah, Terrence. I don't know. I'd rather have roaches. I don't know. Because, nah, you, you're right. I'd rather have roaches, too. Y'all want to know why? Y'all probably heard this y'all whole life. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Have you ever had the bed bugs really Ooh -wee. bite? Wee. Let me tell you. Have you ever had the bed bugs really bite? Man. You're not ready for that. Me and Terrence lived in Florida. I went to Full Sail University, and let me tell you, while we was in Florida, this was 2012 to 2014, I lie to you not, we had every bug infestation you can think of. Yep. Bed bugs. Termites before we left. Um, roaches. Roaches. Uh, I had fleas. We had fleas. Your bitch ass keeps trying to single out but yourself. Terrence, you know, we all had, all had fleas. I had to do my... Terrell, we all had fleas. You did not have fleas Terrell, in your room. Fleas were in the apartment. We fucked up and set that bomb and they went to your room. But you weren't the only one. I had to get rid of my fucking cat before for that. So you're not about to sit here and just single out yourself. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you. You're not we, about to do that. We had fleas, but they was in my room. Nowhere we else. We had fleas to the point where I had to get rid of my beloved first cat, Stoney. That's the real story. And Terrell's bitch ass was so scared of the fleas. I was not scared of the fleas. They didn't give a fuck I about my cat, and I, I had to get rid of it. I was infested with them. You weren't infested. You were scared. This motherfucker. He don't was know. nicked. I had fleas. I had so much fleas, y'all, that if you walk on white socks, put on white so socks, and walk around my room, you had motherfucking pepper flake socks. It's been years. Stony probably not even alive no more. R.I.P. Stony, man. I'm getting her tatted. All because this bitch ass nigga wants to be scared of some fleas. Parents, you could have fought to keep your cat. You didn't even really fight that hard if we being completely My honest. parents made me get rid of him. You know why? Because they said, do y'all want to keep the cat? My other roommate said no. Terrell said no. So it was just me. I was covered in fleas. Y'all have no idea what I went through to have to get rid of that cat. That was my love right there. Y'all know how much I love Mimi. Do you know how much? Do you know what I had to go through? I had to take my cat put her in a cage, and walk away from her forever. I want y'all to imagine putting your pet in a crate and your pet looking at you like, where are you going? Away from you forever? And literally watching my cat look at me like this while I left her? This motherfucker being look. dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I can this fucking cry. Hey, let me tell y'all. Terrence's first cat was a fucking menace. She was a beast. If you leave a... Terrence, let me tell you something. First of all, she had no type of fuck given. If you left a loaf of bread out, she would eat the back half of that whole loaf of bread. And only like the top. 
of it. Yeah. So it would still be pieces in there, but each piece was hit up by her. That joint was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the, uh, we had bed bugs and we My had bad. roaches. Yeah. But we had them palmetto bugs. Shout out to everybody in Florida. Y'all got them big ass flying ass can't kill them with raid ass roaches. I you ain't seen the video of the love bugs that went on that boat. All them love bugs. Oh yeah, they flew it. They rode, rode into, into the that wrong. that area. Mm -hmm. They was getting it on there. It's like I don't know what the fuck y'all doing here, but this is where we be at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. But Mom I knew they would freak. Mom would freak out. She might jump. She'd jump the boat. off the boat into that water. But um, I'd rather had a roaches because bed bugs is bed bugs is traumatizing. Because you cannot not sleep in your bed. I don't know if anybody knows this. This is some random ass shit to talk about on a podcast. I thought it was a vacation shit. But if you had bed bugs in your bed and you try and go sleep on your couch, they're going to follow you to the couch. And now the couch is infested. So what they recommend, and they always say, you look it up, you have to keep sleeping in your bed. Yeah, it's almost like the question of would you rather fight Freddy or Jason? Jason, this is the real world. This motherfucker is right there. Right when you get to Freddy and you do this, you realize that this nigga's all the way over there because oh, yeah. your ass is dreaming. Yeah, for sure. So the only reason why I bring that up, bed bugs only bite when you're asleep. They're not going to fuck with you while you walk in. You're not going to sit in your regular. You're not going to be on your bed just chilling and get hit up by bed nah, bugs. No, you, you might. might. But, but for you the most be, part, yeah, you got to be gonna, in this. This is the thing about bed bugs, too. They're going to hit you up one night, and then the next two nights, they ain't going to touch you. They ain't even going to touch you. Because they full off your blood. Then when you go back to sleep thinking they gone... You get hit up. I'm telling y'all this. I've never had the fear go through my heart. Like when you sleeping and you say, damn, what is that? Itch? I'm itching my arm. Something crazy. Your arm really itching to the point when you wake up like, damn, what is this? You see a big ass bump on your arm. You look on your sheet and see this big fat diamond shaped bug running away from you almost. Just knowing that there was a bug Ooh, on me while I was asleep. Fuck no. I'd rather have the roaches. I'd rather open the pantry and say, damn, damn. <laughs> I'd rather do that than have somebody fuck with my sleep. You know how many nights me and Terrell would just be up because mm -hmm. I ain't want to go to sleep? That college life, that Florida life. That Florida life wasn't no joke. That's why, who was I talking to? They was like, would you ever move to Florida? I said, hell no. I would never in my life never live I would in Florida. Never live in too Florida much anymore. bugs. It's too the many lizards. Fucking alligators. Shout, shout out to out, everybody that live in shout Florida. Shout out to Dave. Miami had a fucking alligator in his garage. Yes, he not. I'm not. Y'all living a crazy life. No basements. It's too much going we on. We met motherfuckers in Florida that didn't own pants. They only own shorts. Nah, <laughs> no bullshit. They was like, I don't even have pants. I don't even own a pair of pants. This is what I'll tell y'all, though. Me and Terrell, if you ever get a bed bug infestation, oh, we can handle that. Hit us up. Me and Terrell are like the fucking Ghostbusters of bed bugs. Anybody that has a bug infestation, anything, I promise you, DM me. DM me. And, and, and I will help you. And don't be embarrassed because you're talking to two motherfuckers who really been through it. We them been Really there. have been there. Been up and down that block. Let me tell you. Me and Terrell Ooh. been there. That was fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's why I said me and Terrell been through some love. We ain't, we ain't been through too many street. I feel like the gangster situations, but yeah, we've been through some life situations. When you on a plane and a motherfucker pass out, but you a doctor, and they say, Are any doctors on board? You get to get up and get in that bag. Let me see them. Watch out. Yeah. That's how I feel when it comes to that. Yeah, when it comes <laughs> to shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got oh, look, oh, look, gnats. We can have oh, yeah, that. I can help you with the, the fruit fly infestation fruit we flies had. Fruit we had. Motherfucking sack of potatoes. We forgot we had a sack of potatoes under that fucking cabinet. They went, they molded, and the fruit flies fucking lay hella nests in that joint. 
Terrell opened that cabinet and them bitches came out like Woo! it felt like we was in like what's the movie where the dude opened his mouth uh, and all the bones came out. <laughs> it's like that. It was like, Black. Yeah, yeah, it was like <laughs> what the fuck? These motherfuckers everywhere. Yeah, we done been through some shit. We some clean niggas now though. You ain't got to worry about. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, she, now. she wanna come over. She ain't got to worry about nothing. Uh -huh. All right. Sitting there, look. Look, y'all have no idea about that fear. You motherfucking ass have company. Who yeah. And you see your company, your, your company do something like this, and you're like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, why they itching? Why they I itching? I hope that ain't a bed bug over by him. Uh-huh. And you don't even want to tell him. Put my mask back on. <laughs> you don't even want to tell him, hey, we got bed bugs, so. Let me get the fuck up out of here. And I know people have been through that. You bring a chick over, and she's like, look, my favorite color, I don't know. I never really had a favorite color. But I think my favorite color might be, you see that road crawl hit pass, and you think, uh-huh, 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 lilac. Give me a hug. Lilac, lilac. <laughs> Lavender. <laughs> to fucking... How the fuck do you even get, man? I'll never forget. We went to that restaurant. We went to this uh, hibachi place, right? Yeah. When I was back, when I was working with Best Buy, when I was with the, uh, they used to, they used to, they used to have me doing everything. I was with the GM team. We went to the restaurant, and this dude, this one of his other GMs, was sitting right there, and a roach went right past, and he was like, "I can't eat here. I can't eat here." <laughs> <laughs> We had to leave. We left that joint. Damn. Honestly, yeah. If you had a, if you had the Waffle House and you see a roach, you gotta keep it pushing. I'm not really that. I mean, if I'm watching you cook the food, I'm not really that bougie of a guy. I am though. I'm not eating nowhere with his roaches. I'm not eating nowhere with a bunch of roaches. But like, I don't know. I'm just not that bougie. If I see one, I'm like, all right, that could have came from somebody that was in here. Yeah. I'm just thinking about when we had a roach. It was this fat-ass roach. When I used to work at Best Buy, I always be thinking about shit. Your store is like your home, in a, minute, in a sense. If somebody came over here, customer was like, it's this fat-ass roach. I'm getting the fuck out Trey, of here. Is there a 100% chance that nobody will ever see a roach in this building? No. You might. I mean, yeah. You might see a little baby. Because you never know where them joints could come from, especially in an apartment. You never know. Nah, for sure. And I know we don't have roaches, but... Imagine somebody seeing one joint and being like, you have roaches. I'm getting out of here. Like, hold up. <laughs> the fuck we don't? You're not about to spread that rumor, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. Um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it for 109. Oh, real quick, because we got like eight minutes. Um, the trend with people going up to their kids and saying, mommy got to fight. Or daddy got a fight with the man up, up the street and he got a son and you need to fight the son. Yeah. That's the most dangerous shit. That, that honestly is the most dangerous trend. I hate to be a buzzkill for shit, but these kids be having real ass anxiety because all your kids want to do is make you happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all they know is good job. And th these, some of these kids was like four. I think for the younger kids, it's better. But for your, you could tell some of the older kids that were a little bit more. I mean, they any, understand what fighting is. It's like, I mean, any any kid is like, yo, this is kind of like a weird thing for the Internet. It's like one of those examples of how we let the Internet have us doing some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's it's cool. Yeah. But that shit not cool, man, to, to put a kid through that. You see that little boy that was like. Normally, I lose fights. So. He was like, it seemed like he was older, though. That's what I'm saying. He understands what fighting is. It's like, yo, low-key with you, 
you supposed to be keeping me safe. I feel safe when I'm with you. But now you coming to me, it's like, fuck. I guess I have to do mm. this. He looked like, all right, whatever. I guess. Nah, that was the saddest video I've ever seen. But I feel like some of them, a lot of them, though, are funny. Because a lot of little kids are like, all right, bet, let's go. They don't really know what they about to get into. And if the they li- don't, yeah, with the little kids, yeah. then but that was cool. But some of these kids, it was it was a funny joint where the dude was like, "Mom, I'm, I have social, mom, I have anxiety. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't blame them. <laughs> I thought I think a lot of it is funny, but like it's like you said, with the internet, things just get so played out with everyone doing it. Like the Usher, watch this, oh, played yeah. out now, not because of the Usher part. Because other people are actually doing it now. Like what other you people are, you, people went from using that, watch this clip of Usher, to them actually doing it. Oh, you mean like people actually doing it themselves? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was over for me when the mayor of New York, who didn't do nothing about Buffalo, the people that was killed at Buffalo, yeah. she posted it and was like, when we're, when we're trying to get voters to, when voters think we're. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, like oh, I'm out. It's over with. I'm out. It's over with. The culture is for everybody. But, um, but yeah, y'all. Make it's sure not, y- not funny. It's just like, damn. I'm going to keep a hundred with y'all. The older you get, the less you're going to find shit entertaining and creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the older you get, the less impressed you're going to be with shit. Shit get played out faster. But also, we grew up in a generation of that, though, so... What's your favorite producer tag? Favorite producer tag? Music. John Denton had tweet- tweeted that. Southside on the track. Yeah. That shit is fire. My favorite producer tag. Oh, Lord. Jetson made another one. Huh? Back in the mail. It's gone. That shit is another one. I think it's got to be Metro. Yeah, that's the given. That's like the, yeah. the given one. But which one do you think I'm talking about? Because he got a couple of them. Is it Metro? You don't like what? Metro booming wants some more? And they, it's probably that one. You don't know if you're Metro, don't trust you. Nah, see, it's not that one. It's the Metro booming wants some more. And they, I fuck with that one. I fuck with uh, Weezy at it. Uh-huh. ATL Jacob. ATL Jacob. Yeah, I fuck with that one. People are like, what about Take Keith? Take Keith. Fuck these niggas <laughs> up. Yeah. That one. Uh, Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Yeah. That one, uh, what's another joint? I had a couple that I had wrote on here. I put, um, I like that. Bang! They, 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 they trip took it to 10. Okay, yeah. That's my shit. They trip. Did you hear what I said? The banger joint? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm finna make a banger with this. Oh, yeah. Run that back, Turbo. Oh, hey, yeah. It's a, it's a couple of them. It's a couple of them. Yeah, we forgetting yeah. somebody, but it's all good. Uh huh. Zaytoven. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's a couple. But shout out to John Denton. That was fun. We was talking about that shit on Twitter. Uh, that's pretty much it for 109. Um, wishing everybody love and light. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that, y'all. COVID is kicking, kicking your boy's ass, but it's all good. Niggas going to be vid-free soon. Vid-free soon. Back to 100. Uh, with that said, everybody stay safe, man. Take y'all vitamin C. Stay up. Till next time.